You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Napa know-how. At Napa, we've stopped thinking outside the box. Instead, we're thinking inside the bucket. The $2.99 Napa bucket to be exact. When you fill those bad boys with auto parts, you can get 20% off three or more items that fit inside. No overthinking required. Just get your bucket, fill it up, and save 20%. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores, exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 731.20. When it comes to reviewing your finances, a good place to start is by reviewing your mortgage. It's something few people ever do, but if you never review your mortgage, you'll never know if there might be a better option. That's where the Ulster Bank Mortgage Team could help. Wherever you bank, be sure to talk to us and see if switching could make a difference. Just search Ulster Bank Switch. Ulster Bank. Help for what matters. Over 18s only. Ulster Bank Ireland DAC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Well, we finally solved the uh, Hageman, Hagerman, Hagman uh, controversy that has never really was a controversy and we never really talked about. But <laughs> it's an internal conflict. It's an internal conflict. <laughs> and we went to, uh, went to uh, Leno's garage and took a tour around there, get uh, deep into a, another Volvo wagon that newman owned and uh very interesting very interesting stuff first we'll tell you about jb weld diy projects want to get through those how about a little jb weld they use some of their uh super bond weld super weld super weld super weld yeah i used some of that the other day it's the fast stuff it's not the two-part stuff it's the super glue stuff drives almost instantly gives you just enough time to kind of position the thing mm-hmm. you want to position move it a little around and boom done we're proud to have uh, jb weld as a sponsor they're great uh, i know the owner hung out with them over at sema and now every time i need to put something together i use jb weld and look it'll work on uh, metal it'll work on wood it'll work on plastic and keep it in your kitchen drawer your garage your toolbox or spread it around man available jbweld.com home depot lowe's autozone advanced auto parts o'reilly walmart amazon michaels and more don't just uh, glue it man jb weld it hey it's adam carolla for those of you who caught my live stream stand-up recently you know we partnered with live by live to make that show available free of charge and live by live has so much more to offer Remember what MTV used to be when M stood for music? That's what Live by Live is, but it's much better. The all-in-one music app provides live streaming concerts, thousands of streaming radio stations, expertly curated and in every genre of music, podcasts like the Adam Carolla Show, and tons of original music and entertainment content. Our friends at Live by Live offer to give fans of my podcast Two months free of Live by Live Plus, which gets you no ads and unlimited audio skips. Just go to LiveXLive.com and search for Adam Carolla or get the LiveXLive app. That's LiveXLive.com or download the LiveXLive app to start listening to music and watching the very best concerts. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on a church. But get on mandate. 
Get on, man. Thanks for tuning in, and thanks for telling a friend. Welcome to CarCast. Man, I'm Carlos Matt, the motorator, DeAndrea. Hello. How you Over doing? there. I'm doing well. Running around. Lots of car stuff. Mm-hmm. Usual. Some buildings. Some things. So, um, let's see. Did you see my sweet Volvo wagon? Yeah, the front, the blue one with the R design package. I was nice. I was laughing. It's a good like Arctic blue. It's a nice color. I don't know what the interior is on that thing. Volvo (laughs) did something with their styling department a couple of couple of few years ago, and they got their shit together. It's like everything looks pretty good. Everything looks good. Everything's nice. Yeah, Volvo's nice. Uh, I went and saw Leno's Volvo wagon. Yeah. Speaking of Volvo, over at his uh, shop the other day, took Sonny with me. Uh, it's funny. <laughs> I didn't want to say, <laughs> well, I didn't say, but the dude in the shop right next to our shop, they have a door right where you park and a little platform, and that's their spray paint shit before they fix their compressor zone. Yeah. And the guy just happily stands there. He's. 51 inches away from your hood and he just sprays <laughs> black Krylon all day. And I always think uh, someone should explain to him, move it up the lawn 10 feet. Like yeah. you're just, there's a brand new car parked right there and you're just spray painting. There's such a thing as overspray. There is such a thing yeah. as overspray. And you try you, scratching those little dots one at a time off the front of your hood. And you <laughs> see the little the little cloud just sort of migrating toward your hood. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he should have a little better situational awareness. Like his <laughs> spray paint zone, which is not a spray paint zone. It's just a, it's just a landing in front of a door. It's outdoors. I feel mm-hmm. like he should move it on over a little bit. Yeah. He has a parking lot, by the way. Yeah. Maybe he should go to his parking lot and do a spray. Yeah. Where is this guy? He's He's five feet away from the hood of your Volvo. Oh. Spray painting parts all day. So I, I got to get his, that car back tomorrow. That's, that's, his, <laughs> that's his move. He ought to probably wake it up a little bit. Yeah. Now, the question is, I always ask is, if that's his brand new car sitting there, does, exactly. he, does he do yeah. that? And I'm, I'm going with no. And here's the thing. I don't want to be the guy to be like, hey, man, maybe, maybe walk this thing down to the you know, 10 feet or where do you, where do you want to go? Like maybe go to your parking lot? Well, they have an entire parking lot in front of their a business. Big, yeah, big parking lot. Right. So he could do it there, although it might drift over to his boss's car. <laughs> All right. I want to thank uh, JB Weld for being a proud sponsor of CarCast, epoxy adhesives used by uh, pros and DIYers. I just used some of their super glue. I've been wanting to ask this, Max Pata, for a million years, but I keep forgetting off the air. Super glue. Does JB Weld like the term super glue, or is that like Q tip and cotton swab? You know, yeah, I mean? but is, there, is there super glue is a brand name and like crazy glue is a brand name? Is, is like, JB Weld's, is it like ultimate fast glue, glue setup glue, glues, one part glue? Crazy is a brand name. Super glue is just a type of glue. Oh, all right. Is that, well, what's on the JB Weld website as their glue? Just kind of curious. Well, look at you with normal questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, jbweld.com. Is super where, Weld. Super, super Weld. weld. There well, you there go. you go. I just <laughs> used their Super Weld two days ago to put the little metallic circle on the back of my phone that works on the magnet yeah. on the dash. Yeah, yeah. It popped off, and I just I walked. It was like I was in my garage, and I just went, oh, I'll fix this. I just walked right ahead to the drawer, pulled it open, got the Super Weld out, put three drops, 
spun it around a little, put my thumb into it, came back two minutes later, right back on right back on the hook in the car. Yeah. All right. Good. So uh, we got that going on. Um, we're working on cars. It looks like we're going to take the different drummer 510 out and for its inaugural run out at Laguna Seca. Uh, we've gotten together a, a decent-sized run group in the B-Sedan uh, department. Looks like about uh, 18, 18, 20 guys, yeah. something like that. Enough to have fun and a bunch of 510s. And, and That's a good-sized group for that track, you know, because now it's enough to, to make it kind of fun, and, and you're not going to get too lonely out there, especially right. with, with similar cars, but not – not a lot of traffic. Like, you, yeah. Well, I, I don't I, need to be able to to go flat out. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, I kind of. Um, it's shaping out. It's shaping up like like I was like I thought of it in my mind. You know, you know things. You can figure most things out if you just take kind of a logical trajectory. You know what I mean? Even though people will give you false and erroneous information all the time, you're you're. There is a kind of a gravity of what makes sense. So when they canceled the race, which is asinine and stupid, I mean, we're such idiots in California. I think I think California just our plan is just we're just going to ruin everything until everyone <laughs> just leaves. But anyway, when when they canceled the race, I was like, okay, that's stupid and unnecessary. And then the second one is is oh, but we're doing a driver's appreciation race the week before. And I'm like, okay, well, then all the guys that we're going to run in this run group are just going to move it a week before. We'll call it a driver's appreciation race or whatever we're calling it, but it'll just be, this, it'll just be the same run group. Same, we'll just yeah, run same, before. Same so, run group. so that'll be fine. Maybe a f- slightly fewer people. And then, uh, then it's like, well, no, it's just a track day, and we're just treating it like a fun day, track day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why is that? Why didn't everyone just... Everyone who signed up to do Monterey Historics yeah. on the weekend of the fourteenth to just we just moved it to the week before when they had the prehistorics and why wouldn't the same guys want to go race? Yeah. And also those guys in those B sedans, they don't want fun day track day. They want like pace car and and they want um they want times, they want qualifications, they yeah. want grid sheets, they want all that shit. Yeah. And 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 so why wouldn't we just do that the week before? And and so I was like, no, we're just going to kind of go out there and have fun. Now it's shaping up like that is what we're going to do. It seems like it's going to be an actual race. Of course, not officially. So some of the guys that are, are a little whiny are not going to do that well. Um, they can be like, hey, man, it's just an exhibition. Those track times don't mean anything. It gives them an out. I love that. No. It's like a little I, bit I of an excuse. I don't <laughs> – I, I disagree. I think – look, everyone's going to go out there and race. I, I Of course they should. Anybody – who says I'm not going to do the Monterey historics. I think there's a misnomer in general. I was just talking less about this. Um, I think there's a little misnomer, which is I, I used to, I, when I used to teach boxing, I used to tell everyone there really wasn't any such thing as sparring half speed because they couldn't do it. They just stepped it up immediately. You get one guy gets popped once and then he wants to pop the guy back and now it's just it's kind of on you know what yeah. i mean and so when people i was talking to less yesterday and it's like well that engine's good for the vintage stuff where you're not over revving it you're not you know pushing that hard and it's like 
everyone pushes as hard as they can push. They want to go yeah, as yeah. fast. When when you do a vintage race, I don't care if you're driving a 510 or a 935 or whatever equipment you're in, vintage Z car, whatever. When you go around that back turn and come on to the front of the straightaway at Laguna Seca, every car in in every run group that I would run in that's anywhere in the top half easily i mean if there's 45 cars 30 of them when they come around that corner light up the rear tires get a little a little out of mm-hmm. shape and then just redline it all the way down that that straightaway yeah. they're not some are more skilled than others and some do better at the end downshifting and entering the first turn but nobody's feathering the throttle down that straightaway nobody's not on it immediately like everybody everybody who's in front of me you can see their rear end getting a little oh it starts to wiggle if they have horsepower they're right back on it you see it squat down a little bit too like because now they're just they got both tires planted in the back, and they're just going. Yeah, this thing of like, well, it's a vintage race. You're kind of feathering it around, and you're not pushing the engine too hard. No, they're not as they're not going as long or as fast as professionals or whatever. But everyone, everyone in the top twenty is going as hard as they they can. You know, so mm-hmm. when you do anyone who shows up for this race, especially because we've already separated the people that were, you know, we now have the hardcore people. These are the people that are going to risk COVID and they want to go race. Like we, we have a selected, a self-selecting group of yeah. people who want yeah. to race. Those guys are all going to be racing. Yeah. Is about as hard as they can go. And I've been, I've done plenty of beast sedan stuff at that track with those guys. And they're some of the most aggressive guys out they are, there. But I like those guys. It's a good group. Everyone's really cool in that group. Yes, Sure. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, there's a funny. I mean, it reminds me Max Zapata. I don't even know where that tape is, but that 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 uh, group where Dave Stone got off the track coming up the ter- coming up after turn five. I should figure that shit out on on the way to the corkscrew at the top, and just got back on the track like right next to me. Mm-hmm. It's just. It just shows how those guys are just driving the shit out of those those cars. That was the race where the guy got off the track, came back onto the track, and T-boned the uh, Alfa Romeo. Yeah, yeah. And then the guy just drilled holes in his door and wired it shut and just went <laughs> back out there again. Yeah. So uh, I guess you don't re-tech the car <laughs> because no. I don't think that was going to fly. Uh, so uh, the Volvo is uh, working and nice. Yeah. Uh, now tell us about the Volvo that you saw at Leno's garage the leno's garage volvo and i don't how did it start leno gave you a call hey i don't know everything i got a wagon over here leno yeah leno sent me a text about uh got a wagon over here come check it out and then i said um yeah okay i'll i'll come check it out no no i wrote him back and i said is the guy selling it or is he just, you just want me to come check it out? And then he said, uh, he's selling it. And I said, Oh, all right, I'll check it out. And I think the story is, and I just have the little dribs and the drabs. It's a Volvo wagon that was built for Newman at Volvo. It's got the rear wheel drive, which is something 
I guess they went away from. Mm-hmm. Um, so they took a in ninety nine or ninety eight or whenever they went away from the re- rear wheel or all wheel or whatever. So I think they were offering maybe front wheel drive and like all wheel drive, maybe, which kind of makes right. sense. And they wanted this thing to be rear wheel drive, like as a as a hot rod would mm-hmm. be. And so they put this. I sent you a couple of pictures. They put the, a big inline six in it with, and it, and there's a little controversy because Jay was saying twin, twin turbocharge, which sounded weird to us on this inline configuration. Yeah. And then, uh, and then you were saying, well, it, you kept saying, is it a twin turbo? Is it a twin turbo? And I kept saying, I, I, yeah, I, it is because that's what Jay said. And it says, it says on the valve cover, it says, uh, twin charged or something like that and then you were starting to explain to me that they did a supercharger with a turbocharger yeah which seemed bizarre to me but interesting but kind of made sense because why would they just have two turbos now i know why people do two turbos to get rid of the turbo lag they put a smaller turbo and then a bigger yeah, turbo in line first i don't know maxipata let's see 1999 volvo straight six engine twin charged and it also looked pretty beefy it yeah looked, it, it looked it look- also i kayla and i just emailed you some of the photos so you can put those up as as well um now to be clear because we said leno's volvo leno doesn't own own the volvo he, right he was i don't know filming something or somebody brought it over whatever he was working on it <laughs> Some, oh. <laughs> somebody brought it over he has a guy who knows Volvos pretty well. And uh, I didn't know his shop was open for third party customers. I, 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 you didn't see the sign? <laughs> no. It's right off the freeway. Really? Because I usually see that truck that says not for hire. Yeah. <laughs> Which like, yeah. is okay. <laughs> it's too bad. And then it's got like the. It's got the license number on there, and then it's got the stay 40 feet away if you're smoking. <laughs> I like that guy. Just, at some point, that's just a guy just wanting to put uh, antisocial stickers on his car, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, well, I have a dually with a trailer. Why don't Why don't I have not for Not, not for, for hire. hire on there. Yeah. How many times has somebody walked up to you and said, hey, man, can you tell can you tell?" My Volvo? Never. <laughs> Never. All right. We're looking at a picture of this engine. Yeah. See, twin-charged. Twin charged, which yeah, could be twin turbo or turbo super. I, I do see the turbo. I see the turbo. I I don't see the supercharger belt, but who the hell knows? It's a big valve cover. I don't even know if it's a twin cam. Is it a twin cam? It it's a it's it's a it's it's got the exhaust on the left as you stare at it. It's got the intake on the right where it should be, and it's got the turbo on the on the left right off the exhaust and then i can't i can't tell there's like a heat shield this that anyway the story goes that uh they'd had heard that newman was hot riding volvo wagons and then he'd he'd thrown in a 302 with a kenny bell supercharger for him and then he did another one for letterman i guess and I believe and, a third one for like whoever ran the charity at the time. Some version of that. Yeah. And then at some point Volvo said, Well, we'll do one for you at our at our factory. Now, Volvo doesn't do a, a V eight at the time, or even now. <laughs> but they they did a 
I don't know. I mean, thing looks like a three point two. It looks like it looks like a pretty beefy. It, it, it definitely filled the engine compartment. It looked like a good size uh, six, and uh, I, I, I'm I'm curious to know a little more about it. it yeah. And so, I, and I'm curious, like, what kind of power it was making, and you know. So I, I don't know. I, I reached out to Volvo, and they're they're doing some digging. Uh, obviously, it's been it's been a while since uh, since they made that thing. So I don't know who who there was. It documented. Was it a press thing? What did, did they give it to them? Is there pictures for it? But it is odd that you and I were talking that every time you Google try to do any type of search with Paul Newman and Volvo, only the V8 cars come up, you know, ones that he hot-rodded and built, not not this one that was built by Volvo, uh, presumably gifted to him or something. Yeah, I was riding like straight six, 1999, yeah. and it was still just bring up the V8 Volvo. So I don't know if you found out anything about that engine, Max Zapata. It's... Volvo made a straight six. They, then they went to a five, I guess. Or maybe they started with a five. And then they went to a six and went back to a five. I don't know. I don't know that much about Volvo. No, we're going to have to talk to a Volvo guy. <laughs> yeah. Sad. Um, thankfully, we don't know any. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know Volvo. I'm driving one right now. We'll get somebody from Volvo. Well, that engine, Max Batter, <laughs> what, what does it say when you put in Volvo straight six twin Twin charged engines, yeah. adding more air helps automakers fuel fit make fuel efficiency standards. Uh, yeah, let me let me just skim this article. There's no, there's, there shouldn't be an article. There should just be that engine. Shouldn't that info be out there? Just Volvo straight six, nineteen ninety nine. Everything's that, done as a narrative these days on like oh. Wikipedia. So you kind of have to read the story of how one engine evolved to another. That's why he's going through it like. Everything is just a narrative now. I don't oh, know where really? to find like the chart. You know, like if you you go through Wikipedia, I don't know where to find like the chart, the evolution of engines and stuff. Everything is just written. It's like a book. Oh, really? So it's like a fable. <laughs> yeah. About the uh, twin charged engine. But if you go, what what do you type in, Max Banner? All right. So I've typed in 1999 Volvo straight six engine twin charged and. Like a Volvo. And it just doesn't have shit that pops up that goes 3.2 liter, 186 foot pounds. Uh, I that, see huh? a 2.9. Does that sound right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. 2.9 straight six engine. The T6 was powered by a destroked twin turbocharged version. Twin turbo. Okay. All right. Well, there there you go. And that's, that's what we're talking about, right? Yeah. No? You still think there's a supercharger on that? I, I, so... Volvo now still does twin charge and they combine turbo and supercharger. And I just felt like. But Leno said twin turbo. And, and I'm not saying he's wrong, but I'm just saying that term was typically used for the combination turbo and supercharger. Now, they may have used that term because that's their brand. Yeah, maybe I think a that's... copyright. And then they ended up with twin turbos. And, and again, we, we didn't really see. We saw one turbo in that photo coming right off of the engine. And yeah, but who knows what the fuck's yeah. going on in the path. But but we didn't see a supercharger either. No, but that could be a little more hidden. It could be on top of the motor, underneath the cover, or something, you know, mm-hmm. uh, something more in line. It, the turbo intake would have to, you know, like the air would have to blow. I don't into know. The I, I think I think you're working hard to get that supercharger in there. I feel like it's easier 
in terms of location, I didn't really get in there with the flashlight, but in terms of location, well, that was your first mistake. You could take a well. I wasn't. I took Leno. I took Mister Leno to his word, but you could hide a smaller turbocharger along the river, like along the route. Yes, much easier than I think you could hide a supercharger. I mean, that kind of has to be up front, running off the crank, right? Yeah, it would have to be some some belt driven. Yeah, you know, so you, you could take a small s- turbocharger and and drop it. You know, if you look at the exhaust, as kind of a river that kind of winds around the car and ends up mm-hmm. into the ocean, which is out the back. You could take that second turbocharger and put it somewhere along that river, yeah. so, so to speak. Yeah, further down by a... All right, well, Max Patty, you keep reading up on that. Then 2.9 is... 2.9 is fine. If I say 3.2, Maxipata, that'll mean 2.9 will work. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot, but I don't know everything. It just it looked like a decent size engine. Yeah. Is and, it a twin? Are you sure about not the 99 thing, too? That like, uh, could. I, well, I, we don't know the that's engine, the of the engine. Yeah, that the car's from 99. The, the car's engine, from 99, but we already know that they took some of the drivetrain from an earlier model. Yeah, the engine the could be drive. 96 or something like okay. that. Is it? A, and is it a twin cam? I couldn't. It looked like a big head, but I couldn't tell. Yeah, is it a twin cam? It's it, it's hard. I it, I've been fooled. As a matter of fact, Leno had a uh, God. He had some really crazy stuff out there, man. He gave Sonny the full works tour of that place. He he fired up a first. He fired up the first fire truck. In, in Los Angeles, or, or ever, I think, in the United States, to propel itself, not uh, pulled by a horse. Yeah. Like, yeah. the first driving one. Front-wheel drive. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, Massive. The thing that's crazy about Leno's shop is when you walk around this shop, you see, you know, front-wheel drive vehicles from the teens. Yeah. You see battery-operated and in hybrid yeah, cars, cars from the teens. Like, he'll yeah, go, his, no, his not, no, no, this is new. It's not new. <laughs> that's an electric car from 1918. And that's <laughs> yeah. uh, the fires. That's front-wheel drive. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's a four-cam. That's a twin-cam with a four-valve on it from the, the, 1914. You know, it's like you, you realize, like, you, all this stuff we think is kind of modern stuff. Yeah. They just had older versions of it, but they they had them. Didn't his fire engine? He turned it into a his motorcycle like pickup truck. He's like, oh, when the old motorcycles break down on side of road, he, we put it in the back of the fire truck. He has he a did something. Yes, like he that. has yeah. a he has a fire truck. Uh, but this this one was like uh, front wheel drive, but the front wheels the rubber turned around the wheel. The wheel never moved. There's a gears. There was gears in the wheel, and he fired it up, and there's a big, scary, notched out flywheel, you know. And Sonny was pointing at a thing they thought was a steam engine, but it was a tractor. It's got like a tractor there. Yeah, fired up the. <laughs> he, fired, <laughs> he fired up the the. He fired up a few things. He had some really cool, crazy stuff. I mean, not that I have to. I don't have to tell you that he had some cool, crazy stuff, but he just uh, walked us around, talked to Bernard. Bernard had a bad accident on a side hack. 
motorcycle at Buttonwillow. Did he lose his ponytail? <laughs> no, but uh, his partner went flying. Oh, uh, and he he um, <clears throat> so he's not going to be at Laguna Seca and the um, Hagerman Jag or Jag Hagerman thing. Um, Hag- Hagman, yeah, yeah, Jag that he always drives out was sold. Oh, so he he's not he's not driving that car, so he needs a car to drive and. Uh, Started kind of talking to him about Hagerman or Hagman, whatever that was, Jag, Jag power plant on a like, custom built whatever, and uh, and Bernard's uh, Bernard's in a good mood because I said, um, is that Hagerman? Is that is that kind of like Lister? Like they built the thing and they had you know three twenty seven Corvette yeah, engines right. and Jag engines, and here's how I know, uh, here's how I know Bernard is, is softened in his old age. He went. Yeah, it's kind, of, it's, kind of, it's kind of the same thing. Because <laughs> I would have said that to him eight years ago. He went, no, no, it's, it's a different thing. You know, this, this is a different. That's a Hagerman and that's a Lister. Yeah. And, and like he yeah. went, Why are you asking stupid uh, questions? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, and then he paused. It's funny, he paused. He was so nice to me. He was all friendly. And then he paused and he went, hey, I've been watching you on Fox. Good job. And I was like, oh, okay. He's watching Tucker now. He's watching Tucker. Because <laughs> when I would walk through that place 10 years ago, he'd be like, who the fuck is this guy? What's he doing? I don't trust him. Yeah. Yeah. He asked me dumb questions. Asking dumb questions about <laughs> Hagerman. The listers. Yeah. What is this story, Max Zapata? <laughs> I've, I've given up on my Volvo engine. I'm tired now. Okay. It's a 2.9. I don't know. It's It's got to be a twin it's turbo. Just, it's just that there are other twin charged engines that have came out, but that's like in 20. 20- 13 and 20 like so that's what the internet is just full of is yeah that's all they're coming because they've been using that name for a while it's like trying to google anything hemi with dodge and whatever you're just gonna go you're gonna go through mountains of information all right but it's 2.9 well i think that might be the 2013 i wouldn't do i wouldn't type in twin charged and i just write twin turbo charged in because we'll get away from the from the brand Mm, twin turbo Twin turbo Volvo. Yeah, I. But even when you brought no. it up, I I typed it in at one point. I was like Paul Newman twin turbo Volvo in '99. Yeah, Newman, well, I, the like, Newman, I, I started digging in as the, much as the, I couldn't the find. The Newman anything. thing gets you going a different direction. Yeah. So no Newman. I'm not just. I'm just not seeing that engine anywhere. Like huh. I don't know if that's just. A I, I'm going to put build. this on our friends at Volvo corporate and and we're gonna we're gonna talk to someone because right, I'm, I'm so interested that. in the car though put in uh hagerman <laughs> jag because it could be hagman we don't know if it could be hagman a, we don't um the J- uh, jay leno's yeah but well, i want to know bernard, i want to know about that company because because bernard was going i said are they like lister lister's interesting i guess they're english i guess they built the some cool chassis and then dropped some cool power plants in them you know shelby wasn't the first guy to do this right and then hagerman i guess bernard was telling me that he built these kind of cars and those kind of cars like it wasn't just and and if you look at did they only do racing cars i don't know if you look at bernard's car it looks like a 50s era jag but it's Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. it's got a jag power plant in it all right let me hit uh, bet online sports are coming back and they're coming in, starting to fire up again. Now's your chance to uh, wager on them with our exclusive partner, betonline.ag. There's a big uh, UFC weekend coming up. Also, uh, NASCAR, Formula One. 
EPL in full swing as well. Need more? Bet online has simulated NFL Madden games, uh, NBA, 2K, and uh, as I've said, UFC daily. Also, plus future odds on everything you can imagine. Season win totals. Oh yeah, NFL starting. What? what uh, I don't know how many games are the Rams going to win this year. Uh, division odds, every league championship. Visit BetOnline.ag. Use your uh, mobile device. Join the promo code and uh, use the promo code Podcast One for your welcome bonus. Visit BetOnline.ag. It's our exclusive partner, Podcast One. Don't forget. Use a promo code podcast one for your sign up bonus. All right, uh, Hagerman Car Company. Have you seen any other ones other than Leno's? No, I have. I've seen not. that. It, it, that one is a one off. It is, but yeah. they built other one offs. They did American Road Race specials from thirty four to seventy. Yeah, um, and they were they had a, a couple successful road race specials, but I'm still there's not a ton of. About so maybe not a street car company. Maybe yeah. it's a, just a racing car, like chassis company. Yeah, so this company built these cars and put different power plants in them. And I think Bernard was telling me that they put a 327 VET engine in them, too. So there were – I, and he said they were local, too. So – I think what they were doing is what Lister was doing probably out of mm-hmm. England, and they were just doing it out here. Is it Hagerman? Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm curious about that company. First off, must be a guy's name. It must be a guy named Steve Hagerman or something who built yeah. those things for a long time, and he built Bernard's car. And then Bernard's car sold uh, up north. I think they sold it at uh, that place, uh, Fantasy Junction. Yeah. And um, which is right. Right by Pixar. Right at Pixar. It's like across the street. When you're walking into Pixar and you look behind you, you kind of see it over there. When they did cars, all the guys just went over there from Pixar and just stared at all those cars. Yeah. Which is sort of why they got it. Got it right over there. Also. um, Also. There's a couple of cool cars coming up for sale. We're trying to figure out that Meekum thing, right? I was talking to you the, the other day about yeah, uh, how the Me- they're, they're up for sale, but the auction hasn't started yet. Meekum auction is supposed to be 10th through 18th, but we're seeing current bids on some of the cars on, on the website. I don't really understand how that's working. And uh, when does the bidding end? When does it officially start? Where do those bids come in? Are, are they like... Uh, uh, proxy bids, some sort. They're like this is going to be the minimum because people submitted. Like, no, and and the reason I say no is because it's changed. Yeah, I checked with the uh, Ken Miles Mustang, the test mule for the uh, GT three hundred and fifty R, and I looked at it. It was like three hundred grand, and then two hours later, I talked to you, and you said it was five hundred grand. So yeah. somebody's bidding on that thing. There's also one of my favorite cars for the first time, not first time, but very rare that the M1 Pro cars come up for sale. And Mm -hmm. there's a cool M1 Pro car that's for sale. I'm going to say at RM. And I'm not sure that auction's not taking place yet. But I'll be curious. What would your guess be on an M1 Pro car with decent history? 
You know, that's, that's, that's kind of a tough one. I haven't followed the market of M1 Pro cars. We've had many discussions about the art car and uh, how, how those are moving. Um, I don't, you know. Well, we have no idea how those are moving. We just know that I'm pissed. Right. Yeah, but we, we, over, over some time, I don't know, it's been years since we've checked into it, but have we, have you been on to like hammer price to see what the, uh, the M1 Pro car market is? Uh, no. Was there an estimate? I, I haven't. No, there was an estimate. No, because I don't really know if there is. I'm, I'm, it, I'm going to say it's, I'm going to say it's knocking on the door of, I'm going to go, I'm going to go between 750 and a million. I was going to say about a million bucks, but let me, let me see if, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, if if Hammer Price has, I don't even know what to look up on Hammer Price. M one. Yeah, this is going to have a whole bunch of street yeah. cars on there. You could probably do Pro Car. Hagerman, uh, Max Max Patter, what you find? There's nothing. There's nothing on Hagerman other than Leno has one. I can't, oh. I can't find. What's I can't uh, find. What's up with the internet, man? I mean, why don't that seems like a cool cool company? All there's right. a small company called Hagerman Racing, but that's in Maryland. And when you said that. They well, were local, maybe then. it is. Maybe maybe the guy was local and moved. It can be Maryland. Okay, let me see what that. Let me see what that's about. Um, well, and the, the M1 streetcars, by the way, were are are trading in the in the four fifty range, right? You know, some are hitting five fifty, some are a little less than that, depending on the year. But they're they're yeah. I, I don't know. It feels like a million dollar car. Yeah, they just they never. It's always a car of like. I think you've always liked that car. And uh, it's just cool late seventies, early eighties kind of kind of interesting vibe. And the, the street car car kind of misses the mark. <laughs> this uh, I will tell the you: wheels are weird. the wheels are weird, and 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 there's no dish. And so the the race car has a center lock and a lot of dish, and it completely changes the entire car. The uh, the the street car has weird rims. No one ever changes those rims. By the way, you never see them swapped out with some BBS that yeah. whatever, which would completely change that car because it's kind of unique to the car. But it has a little bit of night rider to it, yeah, and it's, it's just a, bad. But sometimes you have to you have to keep it the way it is. It's like it's kind of the thing. Well, my it's thing one of the identifying marks. It's like a tattoo. My <laughs> thing is is I would I would get. I would make a nice set of BBSs for that thing that were kind of period correct, mm-hmm. that had a little dish in the back and a little less in the front, and I would take my stock rims and I would put them in the garage. Yeah. And when I showed it or drove it around, I would do it, and then everyone would comment how much better the car looked with those rims. <laughs> with those rims, yeah. And then they would go, but what about resale or whatever it is? They'd yeah, ask some got, dumb I questions, <laughs> and then I'd go, well, I can just put the other ones back on. Yeah, got them. But it's so much better this way, and it looks so much better. Yeah, that's Hagerman and Maryland two eighty eight GTO as well. That's yeah, right. the, the, the Hagerman and Maryland looks like they just produce like kit race cars. It doesn't really so it's, it's they a much were smaller scale. Yeah, they're not really doing anything with. So they maybe were just a chassis builder, and and he's he's using the name Hagerman the way you would say you know the Cunningham race car. You know that was built. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying, like. On uh, on your Z car, be like, oh, which which Z? It's the Cunningham chassis. It's the Cunningham. Oh, car. well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you how you'll find this out, Max Pata. If you go to Fantasy Junction and you go to the website that sold it, and then you hit uh, sold, then you'll see that car, and then there'll be a story. 
Right. And underneath it, it'll say, Ralph Hagerman in 1931 moved to Gardena, California. <laughs> yeah, the word Hagerman isn't anywhere in Fantasy Junction. I just did a, a search. Go to Fantasy Junction, go to Cars Sold, and uh, hit the, look for that green car. You know, can I tell you this with the goddamn search? Oh, I think, okay. Yeah. So Kalen just found out that there's something called Hagman. So half the people on the internet are calling Hagerman, and there's something called Hagman. This so is, I think this, this is, is Hagman. Yeah. But listen, go to Fantasy Junction, go to Sold, and look for the green convertible that just sold. Is what I'm saying. The, the search bar, I know all the kids use it because it's so much faster. Yeah. But can I tell you how many times I've found shit like on a website? And I said, Matt, find the end table with the whatever. It's like, there's nothing. There's not like you got to scroll down. It's like I put it in the search. It's like, yeah, it's not coming up. I know. So go to the website, click on end tables, scroll that. There it is. All right. Like that happens all the time. Yeah. Fucking search bar. I like the search bar. Well, you like search bar because it's faster. But when it doesn't, it'll it'll not yield things like the search bar should be. Here's what the search bar should say. Nothing on this website matches what you typed in, but that doesn't mean it's not here. (laughs) Go to the website and start looking now. Go ahead. All right. Built by legendary builder Jack. Well, wait a minute. Did you find a picture of it? Yeah, we have. Now you have the story? Show us. Yes. All right. And it's. I can't read it from here. Hagman? Hagman. H-A-G-E-M-A-N. Right. All right. So, So what I'm saying is, is the story shall be underneath this car. Go ahead. Okay. Built by uh, built uh, expert body fabricator and legendary builder Jack Hagman. It's really long, so I'm trying to just skip right. to them. I'll let part. you. I'll let you do that. I'll hit uh, McGuire's here. But see, this is kids. Are you listening? There's a way to find this shit out. It's just sometimes you have to go about it from a weird, and different angle. Like I know they sold this car. Yeah, I know it's a weird one-off car, and I know they're going to have a story. Right. They always have right. a story. Because you're, you're familiar with those guys. Well, and they and, always write and, the story. But. Well, and if you, sell, if you sell a Ferrari Dino, you don't go. Enzo Ferrari was a legendary car builder out of Italy. Because we're <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I know that right. guy. But if you sell the Hagman, you have to tell the story. Right. You got to right? explain what it is. So I, I know that's sold. I know that. That website has a list, and most websites do, of stuff that sold, and you can still see the story underneath it, and that's probably the reverse engineering of this. Find that car, find that story, and then you'll get the guy's full name and everything else. All right, if you did buy that car and you want to put wax on it, might I suggest uh, some (laughs) McGuire's, everyone? Car wax, man, they've come a long way. Last year, McGuire's introduced hybrid ceramic spray wax. It's advanced. SIO2 hybrid technology delivers ceramic wax protection and durability. No rubbing, no curing or buffing. Provides extreme water bead action. Uh, this year, McGuire's launched their liquid version. Seals the paint for long lasting protection against uh, the elements. I hope it's on the hood of that Volvo with all that overspray over there. <laughs> Seriously. E- easy to use and apply like traditional uh, liquid wax. Also, hybrid ceramic uh, spray detailer removes uh, contaminants like dust and fingerprints and bird droppings and boosts the gloss and enhances the protection. This stuff is good. And I love. 
I'm a I'm such a fan of the uh, McGuire's uh, instant detailer spray detailer. Um, so go to uh, McGuire's and go get some. Or go to wherever you get automotive stuff. Ceramic made easy. McGuire's. Yeah, I now think about that dude who's spray painting. Once when I was parked in my parking lot. Yeah. My parking lot. Yeah. And he's like, uh, "You may want to move your car. I'm going to be painting over here." And oh, I was he- like, "Why don't you move where you're painting?" Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's my parking lot. <laughs> People have a strange relationship with the world. Yeah. Don't they? <laughs> that uh, guy's got 10,000 square feet of building and parking lot, and he's like, I'm going to paint right next to you because I don't want to get paint on any of my shit. So you might as well move your car out of your lot. All I was right. like, you should have just parked in his lot. You should have just yeah, went on the other good, side. It's a good idea. Parked in his lot would have been fine. Now I'm a little confused on Hagman and Hagerman because was there two chassis builders named Hagman and Hagerman? No, or, I think or it's people just, just, Hag- type I think it it's just Hagman and I've always had it confused. All right, what's the story about uh, Hagman? Sorry. All right, the Hagerman Jag Special built from the ground up in 55 by Babe Sulprizio in San Leon. Spell it. Spell Hagerman. H-A-G-E-M-A-N-N. Oh, it's the E that screws everyone up. Yeah. Right. The two-frame was inspired by the C-type Jag suspension and brakes, mostly Jag. Uh, they built the chassis to take one of the new Chevy 265 V8s, but the local Chevrolet assembly plant in Oakland refused to sell him one car, one without a car around it. So we installed a 302 GMC 6. 302? Uh, what? Yes. A 302 GMC uh, called the Jimmy 6. Huh. After the huh? Jimmy failed in its first race, it was yeah. replaced by a Jag power plant. Mm. The brakes were originally drums, but after Lori's first race in the car at Laguna Seca in 76, no brakes by the sixth lap, they were replaced with... 76? XK150 discs. What year is that car? 55. Oh. So the uh, the Hageman Racing Special, commonly called the Hageman Jaguar or Hageman GMC Special was constructed in 55 using a ladder frame and clothed in an attractive aluminum body uh, built by Babe and Jack Hag- Babe Suprizio and Jack Hageman in Hayward, California. Oh, so it was local. There yeah, with go. Suprizio constructing so it's the ladder. 1955. It's California. Yeah. So Suprizio is a co-owner of United Engineering Machine and desperately wanted to own and race a Jaguar C-Type. The problem was they were extremely rare and carried a price tag well out of the means of most individuals. Instead, he created his own version of the C-Type and would eventually be, become known as the Suprizio Hagerman GMC Special. Hmm. All right. Well, now you just got to type that guy's name in and see what whatever happened to that dude. That's That's in the 50s, man. So keep in mind that is... That's a good seven, eight years before Shelby came out here and, and was doing mm-hmm. the engines and the chassis. And in, in in a way, what he was doing is sort of like what Max Belchowski was doing with old Yeller. Right. Building building the actual chassis and then uh, putting the engine, putting the power plant. A- interesting. They, they put the GM engine in there just to get it done. And then they really wanted Jag the whole time. But now it's still... Because Jagwood said no, and then they had to put the GM engine in, and then eventually they got the Jag engine in it kind of on their own once the car was done. It was kind of a weird uh, way of, of doing things. I'm sure there was some money involved, right? There's always like some sort of sponsorship or money involved, because why, why make that move? Trying to think, though, I've never seen that car just as green 
British racing green, as far as I can tell, with like a meatball on it. I've never seen any stickers or yeah. sponsorship. So they or, just ran it on their own. That seemed like they wanted to build their own car and race it. I'm also a little confused about the part where the car was built in 1955 and then went to Laguna Seca in 76 for a race. Yeah, that part was a little weird. We have to go back to the notes on that. But uh, uh, let me tell you guys about Geico. Right now, Geico is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies. That's 15% on top of the money Geico could already be saving you. So what are you waiting for? Your dog to make breakfast in bed? Well, that's not going to happen. But saving money can. There's never been a better time to switch to Geico. Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit Geico.com to learn more. That's Geico.com. I think it's a typo. It They built it in 55 and it went to Laguna Seca in 56 instead of 76. Yeah, probably. It seems like a weird. Seems like a little bit of a stall, a little bit of waited out, and see the, how it goes. We want to let that paint cure. <laughs> yeah, let's give it 21 years and see what happens. And then the. And then the brakes didn't work, so they outfit him with the Jag. That all found, seems like it happened in 56. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, eh, they could have figured out the brakes in the 21-year in the span of racing. They're like, yeah, the drums didn't work. They got hot. What is yeah. that? No, I mean, that must have been a press release because multiple pages have the exact same text on different articles. So from 50, They built it in 55 and then went down to Laguna Seca in 76. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I mean, it could be. Well, maybe could one be of my high school head. friends was involved because that's kind of their timeline. You know what I mean? When it comes to like building something, they would announce in 55, I'm building a state of the art race car. Yeah. And then mid 70s is when it would, would roll out. So it could have been someone from my graduating class. It could have been. Someone I hung out with in high school. So it feels, uh, I don't even know what that, there was no vintage racing in 76. What? what yeah, there, there's, there's something off something's off something's off over there and and again like yeah and even it, another article says it's been uh to monterey for the historics every year since 1976 oh oh well that's a little bit different story it's yeah. been to the historics every year since 70 since 76 but did it have any vin, did it have any period racing in the 50s that's kind of the question so hagerman well uh, hagerman what uh, what happened to that cat? Yeah, Jack. Is that his name? Uh, it Jack. is Jack, yes. And he died at age 94 in 2010. Good for him. Wow, 2010. He made it to 20. He's building cars in 55. Yeah. Yeah, born and raised in Oakland, moved to Castro Valley in the 40s. First got into the auto scene in the 30s when he hand-built a midget race car. Became a fixture at Bay Area racetracks, inducted into the Grand National Roaster Hall of Fame in 61 for his work on hot rods. Uh, his work included being recruited by famed indie car mechanic George Bignotti to, ro- to work on roadsters. Among his accomplishments were 50s and 60s race cars, Leeson Simca and Barnison Hageman Chrysler, the, da- the David MGTD and the Gillespie MGTD. Hmm. Tell uh, tell Nate to knock out a dock on that guy. It sounds <laughs> sure. interesting to me. Listen, if he raced midgets, then Ed Justice Jr. probably knows about the guy. That guy collects all those things. He's he's the encyclopedia of those racing cars, so he probably knows. But, yeah, I'm surprised Nate hasn't brought this up already. 
By the way, uh, I'm picturing Kalen here, and uh, he raced midgets back in the day. Like, oh, <laughs> what awesome. kind of macabre sport was that? <laughs> yeah, what Jesus? How do you do that? It's a different time. Do, yeah. you, do you ride on top of them or, or sit on their shoulders <laughs> or you bowl them? Like, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> raced midgets. <laughs> All right, let me hit uh, Tommy John here. Tommy John, secret to staying sweat free this summer. Tommy John, man, I wear mine every. Well, I'm wearing them right now. Yeah. yeah, I wear them every day. Ultra breathable underwear, bras, uh, panties, uh, loungewear, cool cotton underwear. It's like having a little AC unit on. It really, it's really true. I I hit that rowing machine. I do my six thousand. Plus meters, I got a big old sweat going, and it just air dries on me. You tell me if your underpants would do that, especially when you're wearing, like, jogging shorts over the yeah. top of them. It actually – by the time I'm done, by the time I'm ready to go to bed, uh, three hours later, they're dry on me. So upgrade to Tommy John today and uh, the most uh, breathable performance out there. And it's just the best. It's the best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free. Guarantee, right, Matt? Yeah, for a limited time, go to TommyJohn.com slash CarCast for 20% off site-wide. That's TommyJohn.com slash CarCast for 20% off site-wide. TommyJohn.com slash CarCast. See site for details. All right. Uh, let's see. I'm your emotional support animal. It's back. It's available. You can get it on Amazon. So it's uh, back in stock. So you can just go to Amazon and bookmark us and click on through and enjoy that. Also, you can... Uh, Go to adamcarolla.com, find out all the live dates, stand-up coming up, Dallas, San Antonio, Tempe, all that good stuff out there. And uh, go to Chassis if you like this show and get some of those uh, Blu-rays and some of those cool docs we got, C-H-A-S-S-Y. What do you got, Matt? Yeah, follow us on uh, uh, my social media, at Motorator, and we'll post all kinds of good stuff up there. So, till next time, Adam Carolla from at Motorator to Andrea saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. Hey guys, let me tell you about Geico. Right now, Geico is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies. That's 15% on top of the money Geico could already be saving you. So what are you waiting for? You're waiting for your dog to make you breakfast in bed? Well, that's not going to happen. But saving money can. There's never been a better time now to switch to Geico. Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit Geico.com for more information. That's Geico.com.